is in session this is the draft seminar rookie profile series hosted by matt hicks the ff educator and i am joined by john la the gridiron scholar on today's episode we are talking about jalen tolbert one of the hidden gems of the 2022 uh draft class here the entire rookie profile series will be simulcast on the rookie big board podcast channel the rookie big board youtube channel as well as the nfl draft bible podcast network you can check out more of John's work at footballdiehards.com and you can get access to my entire rookie rankings, including the full uh, 85 player plus uh, valuation rookie big board at patreon.com slash the FF educator. John, Jalen Tolbert, a group of five darling with legitimate NFL draft translation. Just before we came on, Matt and I, I was telling Matt how I kind of really, really like Jalen Tolbert. Last night, I was watching more film and this morning of the young man. And I know the challenge ahead of him coming from a group of five program in the Sun Belt Conference. But the reality is he went to the Senior Bowl and he has had national attention. There are big time media draft analysts who like this young man myself included. 2021, Matt, he was the Sun Belt Offensive Player of the Year as a redshirt senior. So some people with early breakout age, power, or group of five prospect, they're not going to really rank them very highly and have large question marks about them. But this year, he dominated, Matt. 82 receptions, 1,474 yards, eight touchdowns. This number I love. He averaged 18 yards per catch. That's outstanding. All of them were school records. Very fascinated by this prospect. Go back to the 2020 tape and 2021. You need to watch both years. He was first team all Sun Belt both seasons, and he produced back-to-back 1,000-yard campaigns. The one hard thing that when you watch Jalen Tolbert, Matt, in my book, You have to separate skills from the competition. Matt, he totally blew people away in the Sun Belt Conference. He probably, you know, I saw the game against Tennessee, and Tennessee isn't dominating, but at least they have NFL defensive backs. The Sun Belt Conference, there might not be a defensive back that Tolbert has faced that is in the NFL. So you've got to look at the skills. He concluded his campus tenure as the school's all-time leader in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. Why the narrative is even more fascinating, you go back to high school, Matt, two-star prospect. But what is fascinating in my book, he earned three letters in basketball and baseball. I like these athletes who in high school did more than one sport and gained different skills that will help them be successful as an athlete. What does your film breakdown tell us about Jalen Tolbert, Matt? Yeah, John, it starts with the speed, all right? I give him a good tape score, 78-6. It starts with his speed, though. He accelerates really well 
up the sideline and along the boundary. He's quick off the line of scrimmage. I expect him to test with a solid 40 time for his size. He's got great contested catchability, John. He's physical. He battles for space before the catch. And he has great contested catch uh, along the boundary. And here's where it's important, right? You talked about this. You have to be able to pull a prospect out of their level of competition, right? So look at somebody from from previous years, right? You look at Antonio Gandy-Golden, right? Out of Liberty. He was somebody, he looked like a contested catch monster playing against that competition, but he wasn't really necessarily doing some of the smaller things that can help you project with confidence that he's going to be a contested catch guy at the next level. So Jalen Tolbert, when you look at his contested catchability, right, he's comfortable along the boundary. He understands where to put his feet. He understands where to position his body to win along the boundary. Jalen Tolbert consistently creates space before the catch point, right? These are things that are really important. He's not just relying on being physically bigger or physically faster than defensive backs. He's doing those things that are going to translate and help him win against NFL backs as well. Now, John, some uh, negatives here for him. His hands, man. It's like I'm watching his tape, and I get excited every time he makes a big play, and then I see a mental drop, and I see a concentration drop. And if Jalen Tolbert didn't have these concentration drops, he would be right up there for me in the same conversation we're having about guys like David Bell and Jahan Dotson. But these concentration drops, John, I'm not falling for them. There are a lot of people that year after year will fall for these guys that have inconsistent hands, and it's not something that I'm willing to do. So I'm still high on Tolbert, but I have to knock him on that, and it kind of puts him in this middle ground territory for me. He's also going to do most of his work before the catch. He's not a huge yak guy. He did win underneath. He did catch the ball with some space uh, pretty consistently for South Alabama, but he didn't necessarily you know, chew up a bunch of ground after the catch, which is fine. That's just an archetype. That's a mold. That's a fit, right? A boundary-type presence in the NFL usually isn't going to chew up a lot of yards after the catch. A lot to like about Jalen Tolbert, but have to proceed with some realistic caution as well. John, tell me about the numbers. Before I look at the model, I want to say two quick things. One, I gave him a 79, Matt. You gave him a 78.6. So once again, we are lockstep in our analysis after watching film and plugging him into the model. Two, I am worried what I see on film. When you are dominant at the group of five level, players like Tolbert can get a little lazy on their route running because he can dominate lower level competition when you get to the higher level you can't be lazy your breaks have to be unbelievable every little part of your route from beginning to end must be nearly perfect he needs some coaching and does he have that inside determination to be a hundred percent the best he can every play but when i plug him in my model matt look at this 178 receptions, bingo. And these two stats I like because they're interconnected. 3,140 yards, but 17.6 yards per catch. He exceeds both my benchmarks there. And look at the last season he was on campus, Matt. 60% catch dominator. And if you remember, Jake Bentley was the quarterback, and he's, you know... (laughs) He has worked his way around college football, so I'm impressed with that. And the team aerial dominator, 
is 48%. He's 6'3", 190. He has NFL size. He can find holes in zone coverage. And Matt, when I was watching film this morning and last night, one player stuck in my head, Tyler Boyd. I think Jalen Tolbert would be a great third receiver. He, I don't think he can be the alpha, but he was versatile this year. South Alabama moved him into the slot more than they did the first couple years on campus. So he has on tape slot and outside versatility. If he could end up with like a teammate like Jalen Waddell in Miami, where he doesn't have to be the star, that's what makes, you know, um, Tyler Boyd so fascinating with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Boyd is seeing real beneficial matchups. Jalen Tolbert needs to end up at a place where there's an alpha male. Matt, what should fantasy footballers know about Jalen Tolbert? Yeah, John, right now my NFL draft projection for him is day too late. That's that picks 50 to 102 bucket. And there's two reasons that I have confidence that, you know, for the ups and downs that we've talked about, that Jalen Tolbert is going to go in the top 100. The NFL draft circles, John, have been high on Jalen Tolbert for over a year now. Oftentimes with these group of five prospects, it's like somebody blows up in their last season and then all of a sudden there's momentum, there's hype, right? Think about Dwayne Eskridge last year. Or, you know, yeah. there was this, there was this recent hype for Dwayne Eskridge and it propelled him into the top 100 picks. Jalen Tolbert has been highly regarded for over a year now as somebody who very well could fall into day two capital and his senior campaign only uh, solidified that. The other thing you mentioned it, John, sometimes it was difficult. What does his route running look like against group of five competition? How do you pull him out of that? He went to the senior bowl, John, and he looked good specifically from my notes, watching the practice tape. I thought he had a really good release and that was something that's important for me because they would not play press coverage against Jalen Dolbert. No. In the group of five, he was way too fast. They couldn't do it. So they were playing yeah. so far off of him. And I think that feeds into what you were talking about. Oftentimes, he would just sit on a curl route because he could. They had to give him seven, nine yards of separation so that they didn't get burnt by him right over the top. And so when he had to play up, when he had to have that route running ability and that release ability, he looked really good at the senior bowl and one-on-one -on -one drills. And from what I'm hearing, most uh, folks felt like he was one of the top three receivers down there at Mobile. So day two draft capital for me, I feel confident projecting that. And his rookie big board tier here, flex filler, exactly what you're describing with Tyler Boyd, John, a guy that you can slide into your wide receiver three slot on your fantasy lineup, your flex spot. As you get further into the season, you know, he's somebody who's probably going to put up between nine and 12 fantasy points a week, but that's good. We need that. Right. Need and right now his ADP projection for me is still late round two. And I think you're going to get a steal with Jalen Tolbert if you can get him at pick 211, 212, 209 in your rookie drafts because everybody is going to want justify justifiably, right? I'm not knocking it. Everybody wants Jahan Dotson. Everybody wants George Pickens, right? Everybody wants these other second-tier wide receivers. And if you can get Jalen Tolbert even into the third round, it wouldn't surprise me in Superflex leagues. You're going to get a really good value in him. And I'm going to have mid-level exposure to high-level exposure on him, John. You know, if he does consistently fall into the third round i'm gonna be really heavy on him if he ends up in that mid to late second i'm gonna have a good amount of exposure to him just like john i hope all of our listeners have a good amount of exposure to the entire 
draft seminar rookie profile series. To do that, you're going to want to make sure you're subscribed, whether you're watching, whether you're viewing. If you're checking out this episode along the journey here, go back, listen to all the other ones. If you've already listened, listen again. There's a lot of good nuggets tucked in to these episodes because as always, we appreciate 